the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. The NASDAQ down 1% yesterday. The S&P 500 down 9 tenths of a percent, and the Dow down 6 tenths of a percent. It was an odd day. It was a day where we had a lot of gains last week, so we expected a little bit of give back. But we got a fair chairman, Brainerd, say that things could slow down soon on our end as far as interest rates go. And they gave us a little bit of hope, just a little bit of hope. So snapping the two-day rally, Fed Vice Chair Larry Brainerd said it will probably be appropriate soon to slow down the pace of interest rate hikes. It certainly wasn't all fun and games for Hasbro yesterday. With a company like Hasbro, you would think it'd be all fun and games. Um, the toy makers printing too many Magic the Gathering cards and ruining the secret or the specialty of the whole um, get a magical card, get a special card, get a unique card, get a one in a million card. It's worth a million dollars. That's interesting. They, they're they printing too many cards and the analysts are calling on them on that. Not too often in my day do I get to talk Magic the Gathering. Nerds. I'm not a card collector, but I get it. I collect stocks and real estate. Some people collect bonds and digital assets. Some people collect baseball cards and Pokemon cards. Anyway, the United States and China agreed to resume talks on climate change. Another one of those crazy stories that you hate hearing. Ex-football player was charged in a UVA shooting. The University of Virginia student Christopher Darnell Jones taken into custody for allegedly shooting and killing three members of the school's football team Sunday night. That's just Something's not right. Something's ter- terribly wrong with that story. Jeff Bezos said not all is a fortune is going to go to rockets. He's got $124 billion. He plans to give away the majority of his wealth in his lifetime. His announcement comes years after criticism that his ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, has lapped him in charitable donations. Scott is worth $24 billion, gave away over half her net worth in less than three and a half years. Bezos' most notable charitable donation so far include his promise to distribute $10 billion over 10 years through his Bezos Earth Fund to fight climate change. He's caught flack for not signing the Giving Pledge, a promise made by the world's richest people to give away most of their wealth. You know, he said the FTX implosion was right for an HBO show. While Michael Lewis, who's famous for writing the big short in Moneyball, has reportedly been embedded with the bank up crypto exchange, former CEO Sam Bankman Friedman for six months. He's going to pin a book writing the inside story that makes talk about timing, right? 
I think that one was a little bit too obvious. Walmart's up 7% after posting better than expected earnings results and announcing a $20 billion share repurchase. Walmart's a big one. Walmart is a, I don't want to say a great company. They're a really, really good company. And they're showing us what's happening to inflation in the country. Um, and the consumer and the consumer is leaning into Walmart after Walmart had problems getting enough and the correct inventory crushed earnings. Walmart and Target, in my opinion, are two types of stocks that they may not be perfect all the time, but they tend to write their ship over time. So when they had inventory problems, you're like, yeah, they're going to work out of that. Crushing earnings. It's kind of nice to say out loud. Um, oh, and they also announced a 20 billion share buyback. Let's see some other stories that we have to hit on upon this morning. Treasury yields are lower. China reported weaker than expected retail sales, industrial production, fixed asset investment data for October. Stirring hope that new stimulus will be enacted and that officials will find a way to embrace a shift away from their economically damaging COVID zero policy. The producer price index, like the consumer price index, but the ones made by the producers, ones consumed by the consumers. Said it was softer than expected and much better than feared. Increasing just two-tenths of a percent month over month. Expectations were for half a percent. But they also downgraded, not downgraded, downward relief, revised. It increased from September from quarter percent. I'm sorry, not quarter. 40 basis points down to 20. Bottom line, the takeaway is clear signs of disinflation. And again, keep in mind, the Fed's been raising interest rates about nine months now. So we were only in like the first or second interest rate hike. It's going to get, you notice the Fed, it's a lagging policy when you raise interest rates. Um, Economy breaks are on. We're trying to slow the train before inflation took us off the tracks and it's slowing. The question is, it's got to be like a Tom Hanks movie. Is it enough? Um, So that's relatively friendly inflation data, in my opinion. Cooler than expected producer price index. Positive reaction to earnings from Walmart. Bank of America Global Fund Manager Survey showed elevated cash positions of 6.2%, which means they have cash to buy stocks. Strength is everywhere on the market today. I tend not to like that kind of broad strength, but let's just say I'm not going to fight it, if that makes any sense for you. Uh, the Nasdaq's up 271 points, up 2.4%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 267 points. The S&P 500 up 59 points. So we've got a broad rally. Oil's a little bit lower, helping the bullish case. 10-year treasury sits at 3.8%. Well off its 4.2% earlier last week. That's been a crazy mover. Sometimes I don't stop enough to um, acknowledge this has been 
a year unlike any other as far as bonds being broken. Stocks being broken. Nothing's working. Ten-year treasuries worked really hard. And the moves have been aggressive, sometimes even on a weekly basis. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Netflix stock is at a seven-month high. You want to see how fast things can turn around? Take a look at a Netflix. Seven months ago, no one wanted it. Now everyone's saying, you know, that that ad tier could add a lot of earnings that we didn't really think about. One minute. They're basic with ads rolled out November 3rd with a price tag of $6.99 a month. Just below Disney's ad-based supported price of $7.99. Thursday night football was a watershed moment when streaming subscription and ad supported all went to the masses all at the same time. There's a lot of players. Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount, and Peacock. There's going to have to be some consolidation in here. Because what they're finding is they're all spending too much money on content, and they're not getting enough out of the revenue to push to the bottom line earnings. Big event coming up Thursday evening this week. Last chance to sign up with the code EVENT25. Going to be in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, talking income and retirement. Appropriate for investors with 500000 or more. Otherwise, you're going to be lost. I'm Rob Black. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I say that with a lot of respect. I appreciate it. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty each calls on the air. I'm Rob Black. Let's take a quick look at some of the other stories that are out there today. See if anything really rubs us, jumps out at us. It's a nice day on Wall Street. It is a second mention, in my opinion, from a Federal Reserve member basically saying. You're going to be okay on this one. Inflation, we seem to be making some headwind on it. We seem to be catching it. Amazon job cuts are coming. This was a story that came out early yesterday, and I don't think I hit it on air. Um, But basically, you have two years of the pandemic where Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Apple, Facebook, all famously were hiring people to work from home. Now we're getting back to the, okay, how much revenue did we get during the pandemic versus how much did it go to the earnings versus how much did these employees pay off? And there's some reckoning here, especially on the corporate level, not necessarily on the engineering level of the tech companies, but definitely on the corporate suite side. Jeff Bezos plans to give away most of his fortune. That was interesting. Mark Zuckerberg is someone who swept swept 11,000 employees basically under the table during the election day. People remain at the company are putting a lack of his clarity. The internal backlash has begun. We have employees scrambling to figure out which teams and projects have been canned. It's been a very messy firing season. And who's bungling it the most? In my opinion, it's it's pretty clear to me. 
Um, Facebook and Twitter, Twitter, Elon Musk. Could anyone be doing a worst takeover ever? You're fired. No, actually, we need you. Come back to work. Elon Musk said that Twitter spent $13 million on food services at its offices last year, which worked out to be about $400 per person per meal because most employees were working from home. Former employees said that's not true. It was about 20 to 25 people, about dollars per meal. It's a good thing to be looking at for sure, right? If you're an executive of a company. It's all those costs that we kind of kept climbing and pushing, we need to kind of claw back now. Ultimately, um, as things normalize, certainly remains some of the perks, but just look at your body. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm not giving him a knock on that one. I, I think he's acting really odd. He did an update the other night where it looked like he was doing it candlelight. And I'm like, just turn on the light, dude. We get that you're working long hours. You're burning the candle at both ends. We don't need to be visibly see that. Um, two million dollar electric supercar. There's a vehicle called the Pininfarina Batista, a two million dollar nineteen hundred horsepower electric supercar. Um, they're only going to make hundred and fifty of them, and I just go, why? Can't we solve cancer or something else that make a two million dollar car? Anyhow. Let's see what else do we have as far as big stories today to look at. FTX and SBF are getting the Michael Lewis treatment. Oh, I already hit this story. Um, yeah, that's going to be one of those straight to HBO kind of movies. I think when it gets bid on, it's going to be very popular. This is the, one of the biggest collapses. This is like an Enron. What's happening to Bitcoin is my Enron. And I know if you're a millennial, you're like Enron. Or a power trading company, when we deregulated electricity, we didn't really have a great plan for it. So they would sell energy. And they really never did. They just did a lot of this. You buy $100 million from us, we'll buy $100 million from you. And it was kind of a shell. It's funny. Um, that year I did a seminar back in the 90s in Houston. And I went by the Enron building to take a picture with the E. It was a slanted E. And I was like, this would make a great Christmas card. And then I thought about it. And if I was going to be sending it to clients, I was like, this probably isn't the best thing to do. Why don't I just shut up, put it back in my you know, pocket and not take a picture in front of other people's financial hurt? That's where I landed. Um. Finance influencers are issuing Mia Culpas for having deals in affiliate marketing with the exchange FTX, which has filed for bankruptcy. No word yet on if they're planning to return any of the money they got through influencing back to the people they hurt. I'm not a big fan of financial influencers. There's one out there that I really, really like, Money with Katie. But last year, I was looking through some of the influencers on TikTok and Instagram, and I found one that was, she did a great job of presenting what Bitcoin is. Um, I'm, and she didn't use her real name. And I was like, you're not using your real name. That's interesting because you're going to get sued at one point when Bitcoin breaks. And let's just put it this way. She hasn't posted on Instagram in five or six days. And she, she do cute posts like, you know, Joe Biden's administration wants to regulate Bitcoin. I don't think that's a very good idea. No, 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 no. 
it was compelling, but the influencers had never seen an Enron. The influencers had never seen a tulip mania, a dot com boom where GeoCities, which beyond all MySpace, there was just too much that was gold. And it was fake. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Taxes in retirement. Um, it's something that you have to manage and something that you have to know about. It. CFP Chad Burton will be doing a big presentation this week, two days from now. Two days and we're doing a return to the live event. It's going to be in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Use code EVENT25 or SOCIAL25 to get in for free. Um, one minute 630 to 830 at the Elks Lodge I'm kind of excited we're going to be talking about income in retirement so if you're looking to get like dot com stocks that's not the event for you it's income in retirement and Chad's going to bring a couple of financial planners if you have questions for a financial planner it's ideal for people who are like me over 50 worth over half a million dollars and cruising towards retirement thinking what am I going to do in retirement other than live off my social security where's my income going to be and how do I pay the taxes on all my various accounts that I have? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. You can find the podcasting where you find podcasts, spread the word, and come out for the event if you can. I would love to see you. You can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I want to demystify a little bit of. Are you ready to retire? It's something that I'm starting to think about more regularly because, boy, your kids get 12, 13, 14, and you're like, whoa, that went fast. And then you get halfway through a year, you're like, uh oh, um, what am I going to do in retirement? And that's funny because why not work until the day you retire or day you die? We have this notion that you're supposed to like have the golden years. I think practically speaking, my body hurts a little bit more every day. I played a lot of sports growing up. A lot of jumps off high, high places. A lot of probably micro tears in my knees and my hips. Ouch. So here's some questions for you. Do you have a long-term care plan? Um, my spouse the other morning woke up with a broken, a dislocated kneecap. In the middle of the night, she dislocated her kneecap. It wasn't like we were having like passionate love or anything like that. It wasn't like there was a bear that came into the house and she had to wrestle it. She she slept funny. She dislocated her kneecap. Doctor says it's probably because she had babies and stuff like that and her hips moved. And she's never much of a runner, so she didn't have very strong muscles to work in there. But anyhow, you get the idea. Do you have a long-term care plan? Taking care of her for four or five days, it was was hell for me. Um, getting up, getting the kids to school while doing a radio show was hell. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to be immobile. And I just went through a small bit of it. Do you have a long-term care plan? Not just for your hips and your knees, but for your mind. And how do you consume your pharmaceuticals? Are you debt-free? Credit cards when you're in retirement and you're paying 18% is and the income's not coming in, it's just not a good idea. Now, do you have to be debt-free from mortgages? I don't think you do. If your income plan is enough to service that debt, 
Are you independent? I see a lot of people retire or want to retire, but they're still feeding the, the child who's 25 or 30 or 35 from kids going through high school, through college to supporting them while they're saving for a down payment. Um, your parents may not be able to retire if you're living with them. You may not be able to retire if your children are living with you because there's still that extra mouth to feed. Have you stress tested your financial plan? This is something CFP Chad Burton talks about all the time. It's called the Monte Carlo simulation, which is stress testing that shows possible scenarios to reveal what's up in your retirement and income plan. Do you have a trusted sounding board? I think it's really, really important going into retirement that you have solid financial advice. I work with CFPs. Um, I could do it myself, but I want my wife's opinion heard as an equal. So I use a CFP at EP Wealth. I've never met anyone worth over a million dollars who couldn't benefit from a CFP relationship. Can you replace your paycheck? That's a big question for are you ready to retire, isn't it? Right? Fair. Is that fair? Without a salary, you're going to need to use your nest egg to create a regular income stream. I want to count just on Social Security. They say you want to recreate 70 to 85% of your previous former paycheck. I don't know. That's where it starts getting wonky. Have you adjusted for inflation? Like if you thought, if I thought I needed a million dollars to generate $40,000 of income in retirement, the reality is every 15 years, I'm going to need another $40,000 because inflation is going to eat away at what I can buy for $40,000. I'm appalled at some of the, the groceries uh, that I'm seeing, how much they cost. Um, it's all fun and games until you check the prices, right? What did I pick up there? Oh, I picked up a, a, a rain spout extender. And they were like $35 for a tube of plastic. I'm like, what is happening here? So I was like, I can craft this myself. I've got a gutter that is dropping water a little too close to the house. I like the water away from my home. Um, and the final question is, are you ready for retirement? Is Are you investing for the long term? Most of us become financially conservative as we approach the end of our working life. But if you're an early retiree, you need to know your investments will keep uh, delivering returns for 30 or more years. That's a long time. So those are 10 really good questions to help you decide if you're ready to retire early. I would check in on that one if, I, if you could. Start asking yourself, listen to the segment again. Where do you fall on some of those? Warren Buffett took a new position. He revealed he built up a $4 billion stake in Taiwan Semiconductor. And as soon as I heard that yesterday, I was like, dang it. He did it again. Oops. He did it again. He played with my heart. What is Warren Buffett doing? He's buying a company that makes semiconductors. So let's say... Rob and his good friend, Mr. Fang, come up with a new semiconductor. It's going to be a GPU, but it's also going to monitor your heart rate. And it's going to tell you if you have your blood sugar is high or low. Now, we've come up with all this technology and we've designed the chip, but we don't have the equipment to make it. That's what Taiwan Semiconductor does. They make things for other people. 
They make semiconductors for other people. And they're the second biggest um, out there. So it allows Apple to come up with what Apple wants to do and say, hey, we have this new chip. It's called the M15. And they're like, we'll, we'll make it for you. How many do you want? Um, do you want those before Christmas or after Christmas? Because there's a premium. Let me remind a couple of people right now. What some of the things that he owns are just incredibly visible. Things that we need and things that are precision cast parts. Geico. Seize candies. Now, Seize candies bothers me because I th- I hate the, that they make women wear really stupid looking uniforms. I don't get it. It's, it's not 1910. We don't have to dress like it's 1910. But people wear something comfortable. I feel like you when you see a Seize candy in the mall, like you're like, thank God I don't have to work there. I lucked out that I didn't have to go there and wear the clown suit. Um, so he bought more Occidental Petroleum. He's got Chevron. He boosted his uh, bets on Chevron. He continues to play a hedging game with Activision Blizzard, knowing that Apple, not Apple, Microsoft wants to acquire them for basically $90 a share, and it's priced at 70 He owns things like Kroger, grocery store. Boring. Guess what? I'm going to have to go there next week, a grocery store, to get food. Otherwise, I will die. So um, Taiwan Semiconductor, I think you could start looking at semiconductor equipment makers and going, okay, if it's good enough for Warren, Berks- uh, Warren Buffett, it might be good enough for me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I looked at some Amazon drones yesterday as part of my research to stay on top of things for you. I don't get it. Um, Amazon gave us a first look at its new delivery drone, slated to start deliveries this year. The latest drone model will drop packages from 12 feet in the air. So it seems like it's very first and foremost, it's very human intensive. The drone has to be packed. Then it's going to have a situation where you're only going to be able to get certain packages from it, certain goods. But Amazon is still doing deliveries in Lockford, California and College Station, Texas. Some residents in the small rural town of Lockford have expressed concerns about privacy and safety. Amazon insists the drones are safe. It's about five and a half feet in diameter. It looks, it doesn't look like how I thought it was going to look. Um, I don't know. It's fully autonomous. I get it. It can drive up 12 kilometers per round trip. The drone needs ample clear space beneath it to drop the box. The dropping the box is what gets me. The, there's, you know, there's too many guns in America, in my opinion. Let's just, don't get mad at me. Gun rights people, don't get mad at me. I'm just saying, let's just say hypothetically there's too many guns in America. It just seems to me some people are going to be ordering and taking shots at these things. Um, so I don't know if I get it. I know you're saying not everyone shoots down drones, Rob. Um, and they're really noisy, too. So I don't know. But I see one of my two kids. Not, but I've got one kid who's an agent and one kid who's a center. Saint Center, I call him. Um uh, yeah, I can see my kids using a, uh, like, uh, what are they called? Slingshot to try to take a neighbors down. So I don't get it. Oh, here's a big story in retail. Returns. This is something I think you're going to see become a bigger story in 2023. Um, t- free returns may soon be a thing of the past as retailers roll out stricter policies. 
With rising costs, squeezing margins, many retailers are rethinking their return policies, shortening the return window, and even charging a return or restocking fee. I would be good with that because I get it. Could they do it so it doesn't look like they're making massive profits with returns? It would be nice. If they did a restocking fee of 2% or 1%, on average, retailers expect about 18% or $158 billion of merchandise sold during the holiday shopping season to be returned. One minute. For 2021, the return rate was about 16.6%. With rising cost squeezing margins, many retailers are rethinking their return policies, shortening the return window, and even charging a return or restocking fee. Stores such as The Gap, Old Navy, Banana Republic, J. Crew have shortened their regular return windows. My spouse is really guilty of it. And I feel like you can't shop for 10 items or turn nine. I, I, there's something wrong and broken with it, isn't there? Now, here's one you're saying, Rob, are you really getting behind this? I am. Either raise your prices on the cost of the, the apparel or raise prices on how you handle returns. And I'd rather you not raise my price on apparel. I'd rather you pay for your returns and I pay for my apparel that I keep. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Some shows are better than others. Thanks for putting up with my... Some shows. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. One of the top stories of the day is we've gotten two Fed governors now come out and say, yeah, we're going to soften probably soon. Or I can foresee a day when we're softening. They're not really saying we're going to soften in December. They didn't say, yeah, we're starting to see. But the CPI, the PPI, the numbers are starting to show disinflation. And numbers tend to work in a trend. You really do want to wait for another month to make sure, like, this is a trend, right? Um, the, the CPI number is still way too high, even by saying that the trend is a disinflation right now. But because Wall Street is a discounting mechanism looking six to nine months into the future, you're going to see the stocks bottom before inflation bottoms out through disinflation and turns into two to four percent, which is somewhere the Fed can feel comfortable. Every stock I'm seeing today is a winner. You know, the one that I see that's a loser day, McDonald's. And that's because that stock hit a 52 week high recently. In my opinion, they didn't they didn't announce, you know, uh, chicken nuggets 3.0, you know, with only three percent real chicken. They didn't do anything like that. They didn't shoot themselves in the foot. They were a, 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 a failure due to their recent success today. NVIDIA up three, Qualcomm up five, Spotify up two, Um just MasterCard, Pepsi, Coke, Amazon, Cisco, just company after company I'm seeing. Public storage? No. Now, let's take a look at public storage. Is, is a private? No, no, it's a public REIT. So it's real estate in, investment trust, so, and it, they own storage. 
it is shocking to me how many people use storage um, for stuff that you don't want in your home or don't use. <clears throat> many people just go, yeah, I don't really want to deal with it. So I'm going to put it in storage. I've never seen anyone use storage like, hey, you know, I'm going to go bust that couch out that I, I put in there 10 years ago. You know what happens? A lot of storage units, just so you know, um, you get them, you forget about them. It's a good business for the storage unit people because they keep charging your card. But public storage, ticker symbol PSA, it yields 2.7%. It's a high yielder because it's a, a play on the business that pays for real estate. Um, in the last year, it's had a very good run. In the last five years in particular, it's gone from 211 to 290 plus a 2.7% dividend yield in there. So they too are a little bit of a victim of their own success. Um, but that dividend's nice. It could be, it's not in my portfolio right now, but that is a stock that could be in my portfolio when I retire. If I could live off 2.7% of a return. And the answer is I probably don't want that, but it could be an income stock. I'm going to be talking income stocks at big event in Palo Alto Thursday evening, last chance to really sign up. You can sign up at Rob Black show, Twitter, Rob Black show, YouTube, Rob Black show. Um, there's an event page. Use the code event 25 or social 25 to get in for free. We're trying to figure out how to make sure that I don't run afoul of compliance, um, where some people pay and some people don't. So I'm giving you the free codes, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, compliance is getting trickier and trickier with influencers and financial institutions. Um, they're letting more and more advertising go on in social media which is, again, something that the rules weren't made for 60, 70, 80 years ago. Walmart lifted its annual sales and profit forecast as demand for groceries holds up despite higher prices, while discounts on clothing and electronics helped to cut back excess inventory that ahead of its business holiday season. One thing that Walmart had to do and Target had to do, and you might remember going back to spring in your head right now, they had a lot of inventory because the first year of the pandemic, the supply chain got really messed up. Um, I'm not going to blame the dock uh, workers at the dock, but I'm going to blame the workers at the dock for taking advantage of the situation and saying we want higher pay due to COVID. I get it. I get it. But you messed up our supply chain. I'm, I'm not mad at Chinese officials. Okay, I am mad at Chinese for, officials for their zero COVID policy because they said don't come to don't come to the factory because you might die. Okay, it's tough to be mad about that, right? But the supply chain got really messed up and the supply chain starting to fix itself. Now you can tell because you can see the cost per freight cost per shipping something in a big container across the ocean. It's down 60, 70%. So Walmart and target at one point in time, they were paying for their own ships. They're like, we'll, we'll, we'll pay us our own ship. We'll get it here on our own. We'll do this. We could do this. And it got really expensive <clears throat> and they, they got their inventory wrong. To the point that in the spring of 2022, Walmart and Target both came out and said, we're going to be slashing prices because we got too much spring merchandise during the summer. We don't want too much summer merchandise during the fall. So we're slashing prices. Slashing prices means good for the consumer, bad for the stockholder. Um, but they're getting their stuff back in the right place. So Walmart has a great quarter, and that lifts Target at Costco, Macy's. Target's going to report numbers tomorrow. 
we're in a period of macroeconomic uncertainty. We're all equipped uh, of understanding that the retailers themselves have to operate in an environment where consumers need to stretch their dollars further. U.S. same store sales, excluding fuel at Walmart, are expected to increase about 3% below expectations of 3.4% for the holiday season. Companies' comments follow those the FedExes at Amazon, which have also warned of immediate holiday season demand in recent event weeks. Home improvement chain Home Depot left its annual forecasts unchanged, adding to holiday season concerns amidst a slowing housing market. Anyway, that's all out there. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll talk again soon. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.